afternoon and welcome to the first episode of the Ballarat Fitness Women in Business podcast. Now, this podcast is proudly supported by the Women's Leaders in Fitness Business and, of course, the Gym Owners Fitness Business podcast. Now, today I'm super excited to be interviewing an amazing woman in my own community here in Ballarat. Now, everybody welcome Tracy Hargraves to the podcast. Good afternoon, Tracy. Hi, Mel. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. You're absolutely welcome. Now, for everyone, just before I tell you a little bit about Tracy, Tracy and I connected through probably one of the industry's absolute worst moments, and that was COVID-19. So a few of the club owners in Ballarat came together as a little network, and we sort of kept each other accountable, but at the same time, we were helping each other out, as I said, through one of the toughest periods ever that our industry has seen. So who is Tracy Hargraves? Well, she is the CEO of Absolute Yoga and Pilates. Through COVID, Tracy has successfully flipped her business online, but not just in one category, but in two. And so today we're going to be talking about her success and how I visualize in the next uh, couple of years, I see Tracy becoming a global distributor of her new product and seeing her turn this product into a million dollar business for her. And I'm sure she loves me saying that. <laughs> It'd be lovely. <laughs> it will be. So Trace, let's go right back to the very beginning. Absolute Yoga and Pilates. That's where you started and built your business up. So just tell our audience a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Mel. So I started the studio, well, probably 14 and a half years ago now. So I'd been living away from Ballarat for many years before that, but I returned when I was 30 and I was very heavily into yoga. I had done my yoga teacher training on the way back from um, London. Like I stopped in Bali for a month and did my first certification there. And hadn't really planned on doing too much with it. But when I got back to Ballarat and there was like I couldn't find yoga apart from one class here or there. There was no sort of dedicated yoga only space. Um, so I just decided to give it a go. I did the NICE program, which is like a government uh, run uh, short course, which helps you get your business idea off the ground. So that was really help helpful in the early days. And yeah, I rented a space and just started putting on yoga classes all over the place. I, I um, it was slow in the beginning, so I got a. I was working as well as a teacher, uh, doing like casual relief teaching mostly. So I'd kind of work. You know, I might do a six a.m. class and then go to school all day, and then come back and do two evening classes and weekends. So it was just me in the beginning. Uh, I don't think I put on another teacher until I got pregnant with my son, and then I brought someone else on, and then um, it just sort of grew from there. The first studio that I had, like, was a beautiful little space. It was above the Plaster Fun House. Um, it was perfect for what I needed. But then, unfortunately, when I had my second child, she was three months old and I was on maternity leave and the building underneath us caught fire. And so there went the whole building, basically. So we had to move. And that was when we changed the name to Absolute Yoga and Pilates and we decided to add Pilates into the mix as well. Um, we moved around for a couple of months into like three or four different temporary spaces and people just came with us and, and that was great until we found our forever home, which we're in now. And yeah, we really did that 
studio out with um, like the very best of equipment as in we've got hot yoga so we've got really kind of fancy heaters and flooring and now we do bar as well um, we did take over the building next door to us there and that was probably a year and a half before COVID hit so unfortunately we lost that space or we decided to say goodbye to that space in COVID because our lease was nearly up on that one and it was kind of like no one was allowed to come in at all so we were sort of paying all the outgoings for two spaces with no one being able to come in so that we we just kind of um, scaled down again and now it's a pretty happy balance really just the the one space and trying to recover from COVID and you know doing other things on the side as well. So Tracy tell me through COVID most of us had to flip to online. Now, I know that you flipped to an online business as well to serve your community. Are you still running that online business or did you sort of cease once you were able to reopen? We kept it going for a fair while. I mean, Mel, you'd be the same. I think in Ballarat, we opened and closed about seven times. Yep. Melbourne was a five times because they had, um, you know, they never had the little lockdowns that we had toward the end. So we did keep it because it was so unpredictable as to whether people, you know, we were all kind of um, holding our chairs going, are we going to be locked down again in a week? So it just made sense to have so when we were in full lockdown, we had just uh, virtual classes. So we were live streaming. When people would come back, we'd just have the laptop set up in the corner and we'd have live pe you know, people with us and people doing it from home. And so I finally let go of the live streaming, I think, oh, maybe November, December, because I think people were a bit Zoomed out and we just weren't getting many people coming to those classes virtually anymore. So, yeah, we said goodbye to those just kind of before Christmas and now we're fully in person we do also have um, on-demand classes, so like recorded classes. We've got a membership that people can do if they prefer that, but it's not, you know, there's a slight difference between that and live streaming. But, yeah, it's um, it's a funny balance as well to try and, because, you know, when you're trying to teach people in front of you as well as people at home, it's 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 a bit messy. So I kind of prefer, yeah, just the, the real thing now that we can do it. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, you know, when we closed and we were doing Facebook Live classes, that was okay. But then when we were doing the classes sort of like on Facebook Live and we had people in the group fitness room, you know, how you taught to the camera and how you taught to the mm -hmm. live people was slightly different. And I, I was like you pretty much once we opened in November, I just pulled the pin on doing both. And like you, we've got a collection of online classes. Now people want to do them on demand, they can. Yeah. We don't, I don't update my classes as regular as what you do. Um, and I've just chosen to do that because sometimes when you're the only person that's in charge of doing something, you just got to go, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. So oh, it's completely. just a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of extra kind of put on the shoulders of other teachers if you're getting them to do that as well because yeah. they might like to walk around the room or instruct someone who's in front of them and they're not in the view of the camera anymore. And um, it's just nice for them to be able to focus on, you know, not having to do everything, I think. So now that, you know, Absolute Yoga and Pilates is up and running and mm -hmm. the doors are open, I have to ask you, at what stage of COVID did you decide to start a new business? So for our listeners, Tracy has launched Apple Queen Active. 
And I love the name of it. And it's been a very successful business as a startup. So tell us at what stage did you decide to do this and where are you heading now? And what, and what have people been saying? Um, oh, look, I think this had probably been an idea in the back of my head for years, but it wasn't until we were in hard lockdown. We couldn't leave more than 5Ks away from home. My kids were home. The business was just all over the place, you know, um, that I just, I think my mental health was suffering a bit then as would have most people's. And, and I just kind of went, you know what, stuff it. Why not? I want to do this. I'm kind of home and I've got a little bit more time to put towards something different. And because it was just a fresh idea that I was really passionate about, it helped to lift me up as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it was probably not 12 months ago, but, yeah, maybe, well, whenever the hard lockdown was, I can't even remember now, but, um, yeah. That's, that's when it, I still started thinking, well, why not just actually make this idea and, and see if it's got legs? Yeah. And tell everybody what Active Queen Active is. Well, Apple Queen Active. Apple Queen Active or AQ Active. It initially started as wanting to make active wear for women with the apple body shape, which is something that I have, which is more or less your fat goes straight to your tummy. Some people are more of an hourglass, like they might put on weight in their butt and their hips and their boobs. Um, other people are pears, so they're kind of smaller up top and then um, bigger thighs and butts as well. So that was the, the, the main first thing. I thought I'm going to niche right down to this specific group that I think probably struggle to find clothes that fit. And one of the big issues with that is leggings that roll down or slide down and crops that are constantly rolling up. And, you know, you're constantly adjusting your clothes and you don't feel confident with your tummy out. So women with that apple shape don't even tend to wear crops and leggings without something baggy over the top of it anyway. But as I have launched and started to grow the business, I've found that those, those the, the two big things that happen across all shapes, which I didn't realise, I thought it was just more of an apple thing, is your pants rolling down or sliding yep. down and your crop riding up. Um, and so I've actually found plenty of other shapes apart from apples really liking the stuff that I'm doing because um, it's, it's all about like my most popular designs have got clips on either side. So you can, you, once you clip them together, nothing moves. Um, your leggings just stay where they're supposed to. Everything's really high-waisted. Everything's got beautiful tummy support. Um, so it's kind of evolving into more of a, uh, yeah, it's, it's taking on a life of its own in a way, um, but it's all about high waists and being comfortable and not having to adjust and be irritated. You know, it's annoying when your pants are falling down. Yes. Do you have that, Mel? Yes, I do, actually. It's really, um, you always seem to be pulling from the back, like where your hip yeah. is. So you're yeah. pulling your pants up. And the thing I've noticed as you get older, as you get older, um, there's certain things about your body as a female that you can't change and you have to accept. Mm -hmm. So whereas wearing a crop top years ago didn't worry me, say, around the underarm area, but now I find when I put a crop top on and I, I wear it underneath another top, I'm always adjusting the crop top to come up higher underneath my armpits. 
because I feel like those little extra saggy bits that you get, and I'm 50, I'll be 57 this year, but those little extra saggy bits you get, they're more dominant now than what they were when I was in my 40s. Like a bit of side boob almost. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And and when you talk to other ladies about that transitioning that you go through once you sort of hit 40, everybody's talking about the same thing, you know, that little extra boob bit or um, if you're wearing a wearable, you know, you're pulling your crop top up, but you're pulling it down. So it goes over the wearable. Uh, and, you know, and I've started to wear, you know, high-waisted shorts uh, myself, unless I can find a really good brand at the, the retail shops that aren't like sitting on my hip. I mean, that might have been great when I started in the industry, you know, 25 years ago, but it's not great now. And so it's, yeah, like you said, it's the pulling up, the pulling down. Yeah. But there is a definite marketplace for your product for all shapes and sizes that just, mm. I, I suppose, give women a little bit more respect. Yeah, and it's, I see actually there's a, a bit of toxic stuff that goes on in, like, as you'd know, in the industry in general, but in regards to active wear, um that they'll only show models who are like a tiny size six and like fitness models are extremely fit they're, they're not like your everyday mum like myself um and you you rarely see that represented i guess um you know and the actual need for um i don't know clothes that fit shapes that aren't that size six and that aren't that um you know that fitness model look do you know what i'm getting at like oh yeah i mean do you agree that there is less size six, size eight people that go to the gyms as opposed to size 12, 14, 16 and 18? I think in general, in my research, that the the biggest size that sells in Australia at the moment is extra large. So that's kind of like a 16 to 18, yeah. And would you agree that now that we're coming out of COVID and people are starting to return to gyms because they haven't been exercising for the last two years, they are automatically in that size large, extra large, extra, extra large. Yeah. So, yeah, so therefore, you know, your product is going to, I suppose, give them the confidence to be able to wear active wear in the club and not feel like yeah. they're off the rack. That's and that like you know yourself, it's quite like for people if there's a hurdle or two between them and the gym, um, a lot of people like a real that's one of the things, they're kind of self-conscious and they're scared to go to the gym and they don't have anything except for big baggy ugly trackies to wear. And you know, that that's that's a hurdle. I think when you've got you put something on, it's like if you've got a dress that fits you perfectly, you know you put that dress on and you feel amazing and your confidence levels go up straight away. Um, active wear is kind of what we live in now so I think it's the same thing if it's comfortable if it fits you well it's going to help you to actually have that motivation to get out for a walk or go to the gym or go and do a class or whatever and you know it all goes hand in hand doesn't it we all like a little um, retail therapy but it's (laughs) a good type (laughs) and you know what I love about your active wear is that you don't actually have to go to a gym to wear it you can wear it power walking you can wear it running you can wear it you know tennis and all those other activities outside the gym so you don't have to be purchasing Tracy's gear just for gym it is product because I've seen it online that you can be wearing with all uh, sports now Tracy can you just tell our listeners what are some of the products like 
So you've got um, leggings, three quarters, crop tops. Did I see swimwear come up? Yeah, well, this is this is my masterpiece, actually. So I've kind of created, and I've never seen anyone else do this yet, but they're crops with little poppers on the sides and they actually connect into whatever you're wearing on the bottom. So they clip into leggings and I've got shorts as well. And we're just about to launch bay the bottoms. So you can have that same crop, which you could get a plain black or there's, I'm going to do more block plain colours, but we've got some really bright, cool patterns and prints. Um, but you could use the same crop as you know the top half of your bathing suit or the top that goes with the shorts out for a walk on a sunny day so it's kind of like a system and now my um brain's just going off with all the ideas to add to this set like yeah maybe long sleeve tops next or um yeah it's it's really different from from anything i've ever seen yeah so where where does tracy get her creative flair from uh, well, I'm like you, Mel, you're a natural creator, I think, and an entrepreneur. It's just, it's something um, you can't kind of, it, well, I mean, given that I've been teaching yoga and Pilates and stuff like that for 14 years, I noticed the struggle of active wear. I've been teaching class and pulling my pants up every two seconds with 30 people watching you isn't great. <laughs> um, and I was probably always too busy with the business before that to do anything about it. Um, but I think, yeah, if we're natural creators, that's what we do, isn't it? You know? True, true. And I love, um, as you've heard Tracy say that, you know, this all stemmed from pulling your pants up. There's also the other side to it as a female. It's also pulling your pants out of your crutch. Yeah. So you're pulling them up or you're pulling them out of your crutch. Yeah. <laughs> or, or camel toe. Like, yes, I have heard that for a while. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really badly designed leggings out there, like with the front seam that just wants to go straight up there. And how um, embarrassing is that? Like, yeah, if, if <laughs> walking yeah. around with camel toe isn't great. So... These are all the things that went into the designs as well. Cool, cool. So before we wind up um, our chat this afternoon, if what I want to ask you first is obviously um, you'll give your details of where people can purchase your product online. But are you open? Are you open to clubs getting in touch with you uh, and perhaps wholesaling? Are you open to that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm quite new to this venture, but I am willing to do, yeah, any like try anything and get the stuff out there for sure. There you go. Absolutely. So if you're a, a club owner, uh, you know, and there's a great brand out at the moment actually called Club Active for over 50. So we might give those guys a bit of a call and let them know about Apple Queen. But Tracy has said that she's open to all ideas. So if you're a club owner or a studio owner and uh, you're wanting to grab some gear and perhaps uh, sell it to your members, and uh, that's a great way to earn some secondary income. And at the same time, you're helping grow uh, an Aussie business that was a startup. Tracy, where is the best place for the listeners to get in touch with you? Yeah, awesome. All over social smell. I mean, my website where you can go and, and find all the different leggings and things is aqactive.com.au. Uh, and I have the same handle on TikTok and Instagram, just at aqactive.com.au. Oh, at aqactive, sorry, TikTok and Instagram. And I'm also on Facebook as Apple Queen Active. 
Fantastic. So today we spoke to Tracy Hargraves from Absolute Yoga and Pilates and also Apple Queen Active. It's an absolutely superb product. I've been watching it uh, over the last eight to 10 months and they're doing amazing things. So do tap in on all those social media platforms with Apple Queen Active. I'll drop Tracy's details in the bottom of our podcast today. Again, thanks, Trace, for joining us here. And uh, I wish you nothing but success with your business. Thank you so much, Mel, and absolutely the same back to you as well. Everything you're doing is very inspirational, I think, to the Ballarat community in general, but in particular our niche of gyms and fitness. I think you're a real trailblazer here and people look up to you for good reason with all your energy and your innovation. So keep on keeping on. I'll do my best, Trace. Thank you. And just a reminder that today's podcast was proudly supported by the Women's Leaders in Fitness Business Podcast and the Gym Owners Fitness Business Podcast and FitRec for fitness registration for fitness professionals.